Hello, and welcome to the EverydayMTB.com Hot Laps Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Stenson, and this is a quick podcast that gets you up to date on the latest mountain biking news about every week or so. Uh, We took a little bit of an extra break for Thanksgiving, but now we're getting back to it. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the stories. So we are getting some new bikes released here recently, and the first bike uh, that caught my eye is actually a bit of a specialty bike from Scott, and they have a new Ransom, but it is a kid's Ransom that can run 24 or 26-inch wheels. Now, these are aluminum frame bikes, and they come, uh, it's a full suspension bike, comes with a um, X-Fusion suspension setup that's tuned for lighter riders, obviously geared towards kids. Uh, Scott says they should weigh in around 30 pounds, and weight, you know, in general, uh, for kids' bikes in particular, is very important. Um, so this is going to be more on the, you know, bike park type bike. Uh, my son actually rides a transition ripcord, which is kind of a similar weight bike, uh, but it performs super well in the bike park and it's going to retail for $1,699, which, uh, might seem like a lot. I know a lot of people say that's not worth investing, uh, you know, that kind of money into a bike for your kids. But what you're looking at here is a 140, uh, millimeter 130 millimeter uh, suspension bike that is really going to be it looks like pretty capable and the thing is your kids are going to ride it for a couple of years and then you're going to be able to resell it and these bikes hold their value very well because there's a lot of people out there that want to want them and want them at a little bit of a discount uh, over the retail so if you do buy new uh, in my experience you shouldn't have any trouble reselling these bikes later uh, they look really really good and uh, it looks like they are using kind of the same suspension setup that the regular Ransom has. Uh, so it should be should be pretty cool to see these. They have a, a dropper post in them. Uh, so hopefully we'll see some of these at the bike park uh, next summer. All right, next up, uh, 1UP Components has a new EDC multi-tool. And this is their EDC Lite multi-tool. So 1UP uh, has for a long time had their EDC tool line, which is a tool line that in the past you had to thread your um, your fork steer tube and then the uh, multi-tool holder threaded down into your steer tube. Um, so they had that option and then they released about a year or two ago a, another option that was a special stem that could also uh, handle a a tool being inserted into the fork steer but now they have released an even simpler system so you keep your fork uh, stock basically and you keep your uh, stem stock and the way that this one works is that it basically just pushes your um, star nut further down into your fork so that's the only modification to the fork is just your star nut goes further down in and then there is a compression fitting that fits on top of that that uh, you know holds everything together in your headset still uh, using a regular star nut type system 
but it allows that space for that tool to go in. Now this is a small tool, um, so it's gonna be a smaller tool than the full EDC uh, option that goes in the steer tube, but it does give you uh, two through, uh, through eight millimeter uh, hex wrenches, a T25 Torx, and a flathead screwdriver. So not, in my opinion, a full solution, because in my opinion, you should really have a chain breaker in there, probably a spoke wrench, um, and some tire levers most likely is kind of my my uh, base requirements. So missing a few things that will have to get stowed elsewhere, but it retails for 40 bucks, and it looks like it's pretty easy to install. Um, so if you're looking to get into the uh, fork steer tool game, this looks like it might be a nicely engineered solution for you. All right, next up we have another interesting kind of specialty bike. It's from the State Bicycle Company, which isn't uh, someone that we cover in the mountain biking world very often. Uh, it's not a brand that uh, usually hits our radar. But they have released a $400 27.5 clunker bike. Uh, so for those of you who are uninitiated, uh, clunkers are a hearkening back to how mountain biking started. Uh, with single speed uh, balloon tire bikes that uh, people could retrofit bigger tires into and uh, they often had coaster brakes that type of thing and actually this clunker does have coaster brakes which is the thing that makes it a little bit scary to me um, I know it was how you know clunker riding and mountain biking got started but it's maybe less than ideal not the safest but this clunker is true to its roots in that it has uh, full coaster brakes. There are no handbrakes on this. So you end up with a really clean looking single speed bike. It looks really cool. Um, and hey, it's it's really cheap. Comes with a five year warranty. Um, so if you're looking for kind of a specialty bike, especially for some milder trails to make things interesting for you, uh, this could be a fun option for a fun second bike. All right, so this next story comes from just down the road from where we're recording today. Uh, Canfield has released two new bikes, and they both have the CBF uh, suspension system, which is, uh, if you've heard of Revel bikes, that's also what Revel uses as well. Um, they use a very similar system. So these are both alloy bikes, and one is a mid-travel trail bike, and then a long travel enduro bike. So the first bike, the trail bike, is called the Tilt, and it has 138 millimeters of rear wheel travel and a 140 millimeters up front. The enduro bike is a 163 millimeters in the rear with 170 millimeter fork, so kind of on the big end of those enduro builds. Uh, they are both 29ers. On both the bikes, there's really no surprises as far as the geometry is concerned. On the uh, shorter travel tilt, you know, for a medium, you're looking at a 450 millimeter reach, a effective seat tube angle of 77 degrees, head tube angle of 65 degrees, chainstays are at 425 on um, on all sizes. So you're really looking at a nice setup, and you do get that really unique uh, suspension design that is supposed to ride. Uh, in a very unique way. So um, that's really probably why you would be looking at this bike beyond just that this uh, brand has a bit of a cult following. Um, 
that suspension is uh, something that is unique uh, to this, uh, this brand for sure. In addition for being a bit more of a boutique brand, the prices are actually pretty reasonable. Um, you're going to see prices for just the frame starting at $1,699, uh, which for a frame only is, is on the low end of things, if anything, for a full suspension bike. And then you're going to see complete bikes starting at about $4,500, which is obviously more than some budget brands, but you are getting something that is very unique here for sure. I'm really liking the uh, look of the tilt uh, for myself in particular. So I'm hoping that maybe I'll be able to uh, head up to Fruta here sometime and uh, swing a leg over one of these bikes because I'm, uh, I'm excited to try them out. All right, next up, Jameis has a new hardtail um, or a revised hardtail. Their Komodo has been uh, redone. They have new geometry on the frame and whole new spec kit, of course. And uh, so this is kind of a one of those more... Um, aggressive hardtails. So you're looking at 140 millimeters of travel up front. They're uh, specking it with a RockShox 35 silver, which is kind of RockShox uh, low-end 35 millimeter stanchion uh, fork. And it's coming with a Dior 12-speed drivetrain. You're looking at a 65 degree head angle. Um, one thing you always have to remember when you're looking at head angles, if you're comparing a full suspension bike and a hardtail those head tube angles aren't really going to relate to each other directly because a full suspension bike is also going to sag in in the rear of the bike whereas a hardtail obviously won't um, and so those effective angles when you're actually riding uh, the bike sagged in are going to feel a bit different but that all being said um, this looks like a pretty complete uh, bike there's not really anything that you would want to uh want to swap out right away it has internally routed dropper um, the cable setup on it looks really uh, really clean and nice and uh, you're talking $1,799 to get into this bike so it's, it's a very nicely specced hardtail if a hardtail is what you're going for um, according to what I've read it looks like this is actually a pretty heavy bike though it must be a pretty beefy build on the frame because I think they're saying weights around uh, 34 pounds or so, um, which is pretty heavy in my opinion for a hardtail, uh, considering you can get a full enduro bike um, in at that weight in kind of the this budget range too. Um, so uh, it seems like a bit of a specialized build and bike for someone who really wants a bruiser of a hardtail as opposed to going to a full suspension bike. Uh, so, but. It's out there. Uh, you can check it out over at uh, jamesbikes.com, uh, and they have the full spec up there already for you. All right, next up we have kind of a public service announcement from Santa Cruz Bicycles that they are recalling their some of their 2020 aluminum Nomads, Bronsons, 5010s, and Furtado um, bikes. So apparently all of these bikes... Uh, they had some kind of a paint stripping uh, thing that went on with them that potentially weakened the frames and can cause the frames to break, uh, which is obviously not good. So it sounds like you'll need to uh, either contact Santa Cruz directly or take it back to the retailer where you uh, purchased it and get it inspected and then, if needed, sent back to Santa Cruz. 
So, uh, not the greatest thing to have damaged bikes out there that can potentially break, but at least Santa Cruz is doing the right thing in getting them recalled and getting them fixed for customers. So if you own one of those, that's again the 2020 Aluminum Nomad, Bronson, 5010, or Furtado, uh, be sure to check that out and find out if you need to get your frame replaced as opposed to having it break on you on the trail because that would be a bummer. All right, next up we have yet another hardtail, and this one is coming from Escar Cycles. And they have a new uh, bike called the Jaffe, I believe, I believe is how you pronounce it. And so this is a 29er steel hardtail that has a 120 millimeter fork uh, on it. And it has frame clearance for up to a 29 by 2.8 tire. So um, designed for kind of wider clearance. And then it also has a, um, a dropout system that allows you to um, switch hub widths, uh, drivetrain types, chainstay types, um, it takes racks. I believe you can single speed it. Um, so it's kind of this uh, this modular um, dropout system on the rear, which is it's kind of neat to see. Um, if you are interested in a frame set, you're talking 750 bucks. So uh, it's kind of a relatively affordable way to build up potentially like kind of a bike packing bike. It's got a bunch of frame brazons on it for mounting packs and uh, water bottles, that type of thing. Or if you just want to get a complete, the base uh, base model of the complete is $2,000 uh, for that and uh, going up from there. So that's a Shimano Dior build. Uh, so it looks like a pretty sweet bike. I mean, steel hardtails always look pretty cool. Uh, you aren't gonna, it's hard to make a bad looking one, uh, for sure. So if that's something you're interested in, head over to eskercycles.com and check it out. All right. So next up, Osprey has, uh, released new versions of their Talon 22 and Tempest 20, uh, packs. So the Talon 22 is the men's version and Tempest 20 is the, uh, women's version. Uh, they've got a few new things going on. First of all, the, uh, they have a PFC free DW waterproofing, uh, treatment. So it's basically, uh, a greener, uh, more environmentally friendly way to do a waterproofing treatment, uh, which is pretty cool. And they are also using a new fabric, um, that is recycled as well. So in general, they're trying to be a bit more sustainable with these packs, uh, in addition, they have a new back panel that is injection molded, and which uh, on the environmentally friendly side of things, uh, says uh, Osprey says it makes their use of plastic in the pack almost nothing, uh, which is, is kind of cool. Um, and then in addition to that, I think this new back panel is supposed to be firmer too. Um, and the packs, you know, they look really nice. Um, so if you're looking for a new pack for this next year, I would definitely recommend checking these out. Uh, they are relatively expensive at $130, but remember with Osprey, you're getting a lifetime guarantee. So whenever you break something on that, you can send that pack in and get it fixed and get it back to you, which is pretty dang cool. Um, I've worked with Osprey some, and I have to say, I've been impressed with them. Um, on their warranty side of things and their service side of things. Um, so if you want, head over to the link in the show notes, check them out. Uh, some pretty cool new packs. 
All right, then the final new bike for today is the Canyon Spectral 29CF. So the Spectral has been in Canyon's line for a while, and they have a new carbon fiber version of this bike that has revised geometry. So for the uninitiated, the Spectral, the Spectral is the 150 millimeter, what Canyon calls all-mountain trail bike. Let's eh, call it a small enduro bike. And it's now going to be a 29er versus a 27.5 bike. So kind of following that trend that more and more bikes are going to uh, be 29er builds. It looks like Canyon has really thought through this frame redesign for sure. They've got all kinds of nice features like um, internal guided routing. They've got a cool little tool attachment inside of the um, inside of the frame. Um, all sorts of kind of neat things going on. All of the uh, hardware for the suspension can be pulled from one side, so it all goes in via one side, which is pretty cool. Um, it also has a flip chip in it that's going to uh, be on the rear shock mount, and it will give you a half a degree of head tube and seat tube angle, plus it's going to raise or lower your bottom bracket by 8 millimeters um, between the two positions. In actuality, I think most everyone's going to run it in the low position and in the slack position uh, because it makes most bikes feel better. So the really exciting thing about this is it has good geometry. Uh, Canyon has been, in my opinion, lagging behind in the geometry department. So it has good modern geometry and a awesome price point. So for the base model, you're looking at $3,699 for a carbon fiber bike. And this is going to have a SRAM NX Eagle drivetrain, a RockShox Lyric Select fork on the front of it. And then the rear shock is going to be, it looks like a, um, yes, a RockShox Super Deluxe. So that is the... Um, RockShox Super Deluxe has the piggyback on it, and you're getting SRAM G2R, four-piston brakes. Um, it does come with 180-millimeter rotors. I would rather see the, the 200s on there, but okay, that's okay. You're also getting a Maxxis Minion up front and a Maxxis Dissector in the back, and it just kind of keeps going. You're getting Race Face AR30 uh, rims. Uh, it's just kind of a really complete build you could buy this bike and be totally happy without changing a single thing on it which is pretty dang cool so it looks like it's not going to be around till next year probably around february um but it does look like a really nice build and if you want a higher spec you can get that too and it's coming in at very competitive prices so the next build up is a shimano dior xt with a fox 36 um and so that's at four thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars and then there's the full x01 eagle build with that same uh i guess it's the upgraded uh fox 36 factory uh for five thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars so all of these builds you know they're really pretty compelling so as long as the bike turns out to be a good riding bike it looks like this is really going to be a great value for that kind of um mid-travel enduro um type bike and that is a 29er now is going to make it a lot more attractive to a lot of people 
All right, so that's the show for this week. Hope this has been informative and a little bit entertaining for you. Uh, we ran through a bunch of bikes. So if you are interested in any of the bikes or products that we talked about today, head into the show notes um, or over to everydaymtb.com and check out the links there to get more info on all of this stuff that we talked about. As always, if you'd like to uh, subscribe in your favorite podcast catcher, we would really appreciate that. And if you want to leave a review on iTunes, I think that helps the algorithm a little. So you can do that if you want to. Um, At any rate, have a great week. Hope you get out and ride and have a good one.